Hi, welcome to Raiders Sports Radio. I'm Tyler Ballinger, senior. And I'm Nick Sangalis. I'm a sophomore. And uh, we have a pre-packed show tonight. We're talking about that. You're, you're hockey, hacky. And yeah, big uh, fan. Discussing the uh, new Raiders or Reese Jesuits football team's offense. And what else? What else do we have? No, we'll just go on the fly. That works. Or which one you want to talk? Hockey or football first? Whatever you want. Let's do, let's do, let's do some football. All right, so as you all know that our defense usually carries our team. We've always been number one state in defense, and it's no different this year. But with the new coach running that spread offense, uh, I thought it was going to be a lot different. I thought we were going to score, you know, 40 points. Like our low games would be like 35. But really it's just been close games. And, you know, the only problem I have with this spread offense is when it comes to those close games and stuff, and we have to run the ball like power run instead of outside. Do you think we'll like what? What do you think come playoff time? I don't know. I mean, Alec Barnes did get hurt. Uh, he might be on the mend, but you know, these other running backs have looked, you know, like they can carry the load. And I, I think that the offense has looked all right. In the games that I've seen, you know, Pavlakovic has able to been able to be athletic and sort of create plays. And it's it's good to see this that this uh, offense can pick up some of the slack for the defense a little bit. Yeah, but come playoff time, it's gonna be important for them to that, that, figure that, out how to put it all together. That loss of uh, Alec Barnes, that's because we know we lost him. Uh, well, we didn't literally lose him last year, but he did have a leg injury most of the season. So uh, don't don't really know what that how severe that injury is right now. But I don't think it'll keep him out. Much longer. I know he had knee surgery, I believe it was, last year during lacrosse season. But it looks like he was very healthy beginning of the season. It'll see, be interesting to see if, you know, this week against Fruta, he'll take some of the snaps just to get back into football. You know, it's all fine and good with football shape and practice, but it's really game time. It's yeah, games, games have always been a different thing uh, than practice, obviously. But... Practice. I'm talking about practice. <laughs> not a game, not a game, but practice. Yeah, Alan well, I, I just think uh, Alec Barnes is going to be able to get back in shape. I mean, such a good athlete. I mean, great athlete. He'll, he'll find great a way. Athlete. Speaking of Iverson, you know what popped in my head? Tory Hunter retired last year, yesterday. Yeah. 18 years. 1997 was his first year. Huh. Yeah, what, a ball, my, uh, what a ball player. You know, that's what uh, most of the kids these days in triple a and single a that's that's their idol right there yeah he was he was pretty good i uh my dad's from minnesota so we watched a little bit of twins games sometimes and follow them a little bit so i love the new ballpark target oh yeah target field and yeah we went there a couple years ago the their arena target center what is it i think it's like target there's a lot of targets out there Target field, target arena. Yeah, well, target anyway, arena. That's with, what it is. With Tor Hunter, I just think yeah, he was a good player. I mean, I'm he's probably gonna go in the Hall of Fame, but I just no, first ballot for sec. I would be shocked if he gets second ballot. Yeah, sure. Even though I he, mean, did, does he have a ring? Uh, I don't know about that, but I, uh, I just producer. think he's he's, he's, he's a great player. But if I'm Tori Hunter has won a World Series, real quick, please. And our tor- our uh, producer tonight is Patrick Brady, a junior. Here we get senior with me, junior over there, sophomore over there. Just need a freshman, and we have the, we have it all. But yeah, uh, 
definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer with him. Let's see here. Tory Hunter. Um, let's see here. Uh, it looks like he played for Los Angeles, Detroit. Uh, he's won seventh, seven gold gloves from 2001 to 2009. Uh, I don't, I don't think he's got a ring. That's all right. I don't think that'll knock him. I think he's a good enough I, player. I'm not sure he's, you know, capable. I mean, he was obviously a great player. You know, I'm a big fan of him, but he just never was able to really carry his team, I don't think. Like, no, that's like Carson he, Palmer is, at, like, at least like this year, though, with like the Cardinals and stuff. Like, he actually has a team around him with, you know, those, all those years with the Bengals. Yeah. Carson never really had those teams and all, but uh, Torrey Hunter just never really had those teams. Like, he could carry the team, but he needed that extra bat or some pitching. Yeah. Speaking of but pitch- I, I watched him especially when I was when he was getting older, like with the Angels and you know, with Mike Trout and Pool House, that was a quite a combo. And young Mike Trout, eighteen years old. Ugh. He was fantastic. That, that's just weird because I'm eighteen right now. I can't imagine being <laughs> can't hitting imagine twenty home runs. Yeah, being rookie <laughs> of the year. Yeah, oh my and being M V P conversation. Yeah. No, 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 no. Honestly, no. I, I thought he could have won the MVP, even though my, um, Miguel Cabrera got the triple crown that year. Uh, I'm When you get the triple crown, though. Well, I mean, got, yeah, definitely. But I'm just saying but like, he I'll, had the capability to be the one guy who could beat the yeah, triple one, crown winner. Yeah, no. one guy. But no one was going to beat Kershaw in the NL. Like, Kershaw. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Speaking of uh, Kershaw, Don Mattingly got fired. He had a uh, meeting. Did he, did he meeting, meeting. Yeah, he resigned after five seasons. And uh, he uh, had a meeting with the Marlins. I don't think he's a good fit with the Marlins. I think he... I don't know what the Marlins are the doing. The thing is, is so I'm a big sabermetrics kind of guy, which is, you know, baseball statistics and stuff like that, mathematically. The Marlins just don't fit him because they're a sabermetrics team because they don't have a lot of money, whereas the Dodgers are old school. <laughs> they just pay but everybody as much as they can. Absolutely. Get... So I don't, <coughs> I don't know. Me. I can see him. Let's see here. What, what jobs are up? That's here. Colorado, they re-signed, or they didn't re-sign Walt Weiss. He's just coming back. Yeah, Arizona. Former Regis coach, too. Mm-hmm. Arizona, nope, they have a coach. I think he might go to, didn't the Mariners? No, they, they hired they her. I was going to say the Mariners because they have uh, Nelson Cruz and Robinson Cano. Big. I see him in the AL, though. We're the big money teams. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he did fine in the NL, too. But, I mean, the Dodgers just haven't. I mean, they have they're the paying people so much money. And then they don't even make the playoffs this year. I just think you have to try to find a change. Yeah, you know, they have the players. They have, like, what I preach, how I won my fantasy baseball league this year was on pitching. Uh, just stocked up those pitchers. I think they after Granky and Kershaw, they just don't have anyone. Well, but I mean, Chad I— Chad Billings— yeah, I mean, I, I honestly I think two pitchers is enough to win a World Series. And if you can't so you do don't it, see the Mets winning? Plus, they, I mean, they Cranky's unreal. They have so, six. I mean, Mets have six pitchers. I, All throw 98, 97 on average. Yeah, you don't think they'll win? I, I was gonna say Granky is uh, most one of the most underrated pitchers in the game. I think because he's worthy of being an ace. But so basically, the Dodgers have two aces. So I don't know how they can't win. But going back to the Mets. Honestly, I'm rooting for the Royals because oh they, haven't, they haven't won in so long. And they were so close last year, and the Mets are just kind of 
See, I was I was up. on the Royals bandwagon last year because I just don't like the Giants because they beat my Rockies, you know. But I don't know. They're, yeah, but there's just were the Rockies just, honestly ever gonna win? I mean, they're they're, they're going that one year. That one year against Boston. Okay, that was a hoax because Boston in 4 won after 85 years. So they were they were bound to win there. They had Poppy, Big Poppy, well, as yeah, they, in his prime, jo- Johnny Damon, uh, Kurt Schilling. They had everyone in their prime. Yeah, so but the Rockies were, the Rockies played them in 2007, not 2004. No, so. yeah, no, but yeah. They, they were I was still, saying they were like, a in 2004, they were getting the a little Boston. Went to the World Series, faced the Arizona Diamondbacks, was it? I think it was – no, that was the Yankees. Who did they play? I can't remember. But, no, in 2007, it was the tail end of that – basically that great team. They kept every player from that 2004 team. So, it was just – the Rockies was not – not. Those. I mean, honestly, I'd I like to have a Matt Holiday, but I think we traded him for Houston Street and Carlos Gonzalez. So, I'm fine with that trade, but I just think – if if we couldn't have won in 2007, I mean, I, I don't want to be so, you know, salty to say, but, I mean, I don't know. The future looks pretty grim for us because I don't know. We, we couldn't win with too low. A, I mean, we have no pitching, so we got yeah. We have no and clearly the answer winning championships is, is what we pitching. need to do is take the Mets because, you know, this summer I had an internship with the college summer league baseball team. That's awesome. And I asked him, you know, how how is it pitching here? It says. No different from pitching here or in Florida or in Texas. There's, they don't see any difference pitching there. But in, in altitude, I just, I about. just think that we should take the Mets type of look at things and have six or five guys in your rotation that throw ninety six or above curveball to get those ground the flyouts to our outfield, which is ridiculous with Dickerson and Cargo and. Our right fielder switches out, and just let them run because we are speedy outfield, and then really our only infield is Arenado. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really think you can rely on f- outfield fly balls though, because that's not those can carry sometimes, obviously. Those do carry, and, and if they sure. drop, then it could be a double. So I I just I think that the Rockies need to get a big time pitcher. I mean, we tried to do that a couple years ago. I can't that remember what the guy's afford. name was. That we can afford. It. We, uh, we, it would be a Len, Len player. We get him spring training, save him for a year, and then he goes off. That's what I mean, we, our uh, pitching we, would we be. We bought that the biggest pitcher on the market a couple, like back in a couple years ago. I can't remember his name, but he he tanked after that and his career. Like we had I know. So like, I mean, I I just Ubaldo Jimenez couple years ago, we traded him after he got that uh, no-hitter. When, when was that? That was 2010, I think? Yeah. I think that was that, 2010. Ubaldo had... wanted too low kind of money, and, I mean, I, I agree with the Rockies' decision to let him go because he, he he's clearly in the, isn't worth that. Uh, Indians right now, but uh, we had, you know, our, our really good days were with Jimenez, Jeff Francis, the big, I, I the big, that. lefty. I was I was big on Jeff Francis. Big, I was, I like Jeff Francis, but after he had, he threw so slow. Tommy John, but so I also talked to the Chicago White Sox scout, uh, Kenny Williams Jr., and he said that when he's scouting, so if you look this year at Johnny Cueto, the guy throws ninety two to 89-92. but the deception though, he changes his motion every single pitch so 
And that was with Jeff Francis is he changed his delivery every single like he could not get up above ninety five. Like he he was all about movement and deception, so Which seems to I mean, with Jeff Francis as an example, seems to not really work that well because I mean, he was solid. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know about solid. Uh, here, but he, he kept he was, on playing for a couple, a couple he was of years. Young. He was, he, we wore him out too quickly. I yeah, feel like, like that, that he, definitely could like have been. He peaked. So that's the issue with the pitching nowadays. Is you look at Jose Fernandez from the Marlins. He throws ninety-eight to one hundred and two, starting pitcher ace of the of the staff, and he gets Tommy John surgery. He comes back this year, and. That was good for about five or six starts, and then he, they put him on the DL because he hit his in, innings limit. So I think just these young pitchers, you got to learn how to like, change your delivery. And because really 90, 92 isn't, is the same as like 99. There's not much difference to it. Like batting, there's not much difference. So if you can just at least change your delivery by one or two inches, I mean, you, you'll, I, be, you'll be good. The difference between 92 and 99 is a not, lot. Not, that's, not that. That's seven miles an hour, though. For a batter, it's because it, it's all about rotation. Yeah, it's all about, about the rotation that, of, this, you know, seeing it. Because, I mean, there, there's a couple pitchers who can make it work, but you have to have a fastball that you can see Kershaw, counteract that. Because you see Kershaw. Throw, throw some hitters off. Nine, 90, 95 is Kershaw, but his curveball, though, 75. He goes 92, 92, down to 75 curveball. Yeah, but he can get up to 96, too, so it has to be some... You can throw hard, and then you can take it off, and then just fool with the hitter. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Would you like your five seconds of hockey time now? <laughs> we'll, we'll give you your five seconds of okay. hockey. Well, I just want to talk about the Avalanche for a couple minutes, because maybe more than five seconds, because I've been I've been thoroughly disappointed with the last couple of years of their, you know, existence. Because I mean, I, I was born '99. Uh, I, wow, I never that's got, weird to think about. You're born '99. Holy yeah, cow! I I never got to see them, you know, in their prime with Forsberg and Sackick. I mean, Sack, I saw Sackick play in 2009 and up into his later years, but man, it just wasn't the same. Cause these guys with like Wah winning championships, that that was an experience, right? But now, I mean, I've been disappointed because especially this year and last year, I was thinking. Man, we look like we could make the turn into mm, we, something. We great. have the pieces with you know Eric Johnson, McKinnon, as the young young pup right right now. Who else do we have? Eric Johnson. Uh, yeah, I mean, Iginla, I, I, I Iginla, older Igidla, you know, but he can still place the puck. You know, I went to their last game against the Columbus Blue Jackets, where they debuted their new sweater, which is absolutely amazing, and. Iginla got a five hole shot where I'm like, holy cow, dude! Yeah, watch that on TV. Like you're like. 32, I think he's older than that. I think he's 35. Yeah, 35, and he, uh, he's, he's still doing that, so. Well, I was just going to say, I mean, we made the playoffs, and we lost to the Wild, and that was pretty devastating for me because I went to that game that they lost in, like, double over t- or overtime. That was a great shot by Nino Niederreiter but, from the Wild. But, I mean, I, I just thought we could turn the corner because we had just gotten McKinnon, and Duchesne was looking like he was going to be a beast, which he already is. I, I'm, I'm not going to deny that he's a beast. But Varlamov's a solid goaltending. You, you think we should have kept Stasny? No, I don't because, <clears throat> excuse me, Stasny wanted a lot of money. Same thing with uh, O'Reilly. And we have, we're have we so deep with forwards that we just didn't need to pay him that much. And we could just go out and get Carl Soderberg. Yeah, we're who might a, be a little we're older. very big. Our, Stasny was well, nice, We have though. a lot of forwards. You know, ours knows because the Blue Jackets, they're all about grinding you and just 
really just pushing you into the boards, not much finesse with them, whereas we have, you know, smaller players where we have to use board play and ricochets and stuff. So Which is why we got to build the defense, though, because we have smaller, more speedy forwards. And, I mean, that works. I thought it might have worked for us coming out of that I think that's why Lost against the Minnesota Wild. I think that's why uh, the Capitals don't win every year, even though they score, you know, five hundred yeah, goals a year with Ovechkin and all of those guys. Whereas you see Boston with Zdeno Chara back there with the defense, like real big teams. I got to yeah, see them. Pra- I got to see them practice. I got to see a Boston uh, Bruins practice in Boston a couple years ago. That is cool. But I- yeah, you know, I think we just that's like. And what about the Kings? They have big defenders back there, so I think there's that's the formula yeah. there. Well, to that, get that's those... the, that's the Kings game. They're they're big and they grind you. They have Jeff Carter, who I, I think is a complete package for um, a forward because he's big. He can hit you and he can shoot. But that that's their game, right? So for the Avalanche, our game is to be quick, small, and p- beat you with some you know timely goals and some great goaltending. But I mean, Varlamov looked a little shaky a couple years ago. And then coming out of that, I was like, uh-oh, maybe we're going down the, the pooper, you know. And then we ended up, you know, he ended up getting back on track. We got Red O'Bara to back him up, which I think is great to have a good backup because for obvious reasons. But, I mean, we just got to find some d- defensive play. It's kind of mm-hmm. like the Rockies with like our, we have We have the system to do it with Raw as our Yeah, Patrick Waugh. Patrick Waugh is a great coach. Like, we have, we have the system. We have our front line to – Get those scores. We have a goalie who could play nine and nine out. We just need one. We and we have Johnson back there, so we just need one more. Yeah, one more guy. That's all we need. Yeah, I I sort of think that goaltending is kind of like pitching, right? You have to, or I mean, defense, def, defense. I'm sorry. You have to have a good staff of pitchers or defensemen to be able to carry the team. Especially, I mean, if you look at like the what the rock. Uh, Excuse me, but Avalanche have are doing with terrible defense. I mean, I, I don't want to be too rude about it, but Eric Johnson and Tyson Berry are are too you know solid. You can rely on them night in and night out. Um, defensemen, and so I I think that it'll be interesting to see if we can acquire some you know solid bigger defensemen who play a big game and you know try to win a championship that way. Man, I would love to see a day to. See the old school Avalanche come back. Yeah, I mean, at, at least in like this new age of you know, speedy guys with eighteen year olds coming up with you know, Jack Eichel, their number one pick. Well, oh, we two. didn't, we didn't. You're number two, but we got the kid from Sweden. Was it? Yeah, Landis Cog. That yeah. was like a while ago. I mean, no, no, no. From this year's draft, we got the best skater in Europe from this draft class, but he's like nineteen years old. So. It'll well, be it'll be interesting to see if you know, raw, you know, wah. being raw. My bad, raw, raw. Uh, being around those great Avalanche teams, if he can, sort of resurrect some of those. Yeah, that's certainly playmakers. That's certainly the thought. Put him in, putting him in there. And then you have Joe Sack- John and you have Joe and Sackick as the president. Yeah, right. Which what I was gonna say it's the same thing of putting in Joe Sackick and John Elway into the, those GM and executive positions. You know, try to create that culture. Try to teach the kids about the tradition that's here and try to maybe, you know, make them think that we got to redeem that sort of culture. And then, uh, I mean, I, I also think 
looking ahead for the future for the Avalanche. I mean, we got to make. Uh, that's why I like the O'Reilly trade because we got some defensemen. We got a couple of draft picks, and I thought O'Reilly was great for our program, but he just wasn't worth that kind of money. I think. So I, for the future, we got to make another key acquisition of a of a defense. And, and if that means that we got to get rid I, I of, think we of should forward, I, I say so. Be try it. to re-sign these guys like McKinnon, if he does pan out, to be what we well, expect. Well, he already he already sort of has. He had a sophomore slump, but his rookie year was fantastic. So we yeah, already know so what we, he can we do. Need, we need to re-sign him, and then I don't know. Just, like I would say, keep find five or six of the guys. And make that like the core group, and then build around them because building around one person, which is what uh, we're already doing, right? We right have, now we're doing right we have now. Nathan McKinnon, Matt Duchesne, uh but Landis like Gagan, that's our that's our core keep group. Keep it around because they're build, young. They're build, build around those guys, not just one or the other type of thing. Right, and uh, that's why I think Aginla, getting Aginla a couple years ago was great because he's you know veteran player and he's has a great shot you know I, I read something on ESPN that said that that wasn't a great acquisition because he's older and slower and we're more fast and up pace but I, I think it's a great balance to have I think both. he's found an extra gear to be honest with you yeah, I, yeah, I, bet this, I, like I think this is the best hockey he's been playing in his career right now yeah I mean we got all the pieces to do it we just need some more defensemen I think absolutely well thank you very much for listening to Raiders Sport Radio I'm Tyler Bounder, a senior, and I'm um, Nick Sanglis. Nick, Nick as our special guest. Yeah. And uh, yeah, thank you very much for yeah, tuning thanks for in. Having me on. Yeah, no problem. Thank you very much.